Yes, yes, what did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes. All right, welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast, the podcast for vegans and those aspiring to be to get into the best shape on a plant-based diet, um, lose fat and gain muscle, and do it in a way where we're not harming animals. And today we have a very special episode here. We have, um, we're doing a hot seat coaching sessions, what I call it for now, which is um, what we do once a month uh, from now on. We want to get someone on that wants to crush their goals and I will just coach them um, on the call for free and uh, we just I think for the person it's very uh, very awesome they get the action steps and support and for you guys too so you see um, if this applies to you you can take away things from this as well and uh, just so you know before I dive into the, the coaching session we do this once a month once a month now um, so this is the first time we're doing it and we want to do this once a month. So how can you become a person to get coached? Uh, you can enter a giveaway that we do everything month, everything month. Uh, and how you do that is by just rating and reviewing the podcast, right? So rating like one out of five stars, five stars, whatever it is, and writing a quick review and screenshotting that review and sending it to my Instagram um, at fritz underscore horseman or via email to fritz at gamechanger-academy.com and also subscribing to the podcast. We do those uh, things that you're entered into a giveaway for um, yeah, a contest for this uh, coaching session. So the next coaching session will be uh, soon, will be like middle of December. So we're starting it from now on. So you can now start reviewing and screenshotting it and sending it my way and you'll be the next person to yeah maybe uh, get this call. But that's just as a side note. Jordan, I'm gonna welcome you to uh, the podcast and welcome you to the coaching session. How are you doing, man? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to get to coach together. Um, maybe just quick introduce yourself um, to to us. Uh, where you're from? Um, how old are you? And maybe also, yeah, what's your vegan story? Like, are you already plant based or uh, or not? And if yes, what's your story like? Why did you go vegan and how did that develop? I like it. That's awesome. Actually, that's a similar story for me. Like for me, my sister was the first person to go vegan in our family. I think it's like, I don't know, like 15 years ago or something. I was like a, still like pretty young and I was always making fun of her. And <laughs> over time, I also went vegan and my parents too. So that's that's awesome. That's pretty neat. So that's, that's exciting. And uh, yeah, what I want to start with first is your goals, right? So where do you want to go uh, with your body, like how you want to body transform your body, and what other goals do you have connected to that? So health goals, performance goals, 
Um, let's dive into that first. Maybe let's say over the next three to six months. So we have a specific time frame as well. Um, where do you see yourself in the next three to six months uh, over the next time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, ideally, um, I'd like to be exercising a lot more than I am right now. That's that's the biggest challenge that I'm facing. Um, it's just finding like an actual exercise program that uh, works for me. I, I've never really kind of like trained per se. Um, it's been something that I've kind of pushed to the side. Like, um, so I, I guess just kind of having a set plan as to what to do and then kind of working towards uh, just the basics really. So, Okay. So thanks for sharing that. That's the first um, thing I definitely want to address that it's not a specific goal that you currently mentioned. It's a project to get to your goal, right? So what's the outcome of that, Jordan? What's the outcome of you being more consistent and having a plan with your workouts? That's also, actually, that's, that's one thing I get a lot, actually. People saying, yeah, I want to be more consistent with my nutrition and eat more, eat healthier. That's not a specific outcome. That's just like a project to get to the outcome. So what's the outcome you are aiming to achieve? Um, ideally, I'd like to have uh, like a stronger back, uh, stronger core. Um, so that, that I, I think that would be a good starting point for my goals because I, I find those kind of weak spots um, and uh, it just affects me. Like I'm sitting all day when I'm working now. I used to be uh, like standing a lot. So it was a lot stronger back then, but now I've been more, uh, sitting down. So I think that would be a, a good goal to have. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And do you want to lose fat or do you want to gain weight and muscle? Um, I think I, I like... I'm, I'm slowly dropping right now. So I think I still have a bit more to go to lose, um, but not, nothing, nothing too dramatic, I don't think. Okay, got it. So you wanna drop a bit more fat and have stronger back, stronger core, a bit more muscle there, right? And uh, yeah, that's good. Now I wanna ask you why, Jordan, why is this so important to you? Um, I'm re asking because this is one of the things that is important to set up in the beginning when you go on this journey. That you have a, a strong why behind wanting to do this because nowadays you can get distracted very easily and if you have a strong why why you want to do this um like big reasons then you keep going through the challenges through the obstacles uh keeps it going so for everyone this could be something different if you're open to share then i'm curious what your why is maybe it's uh, more private so you want to share it's fine um but uh, why is this so important to you jordan um I guess it's just a, a long-term health goal more than anything. You know, it's just, um, yeah, staying healthy in the long run because right now the situation that I'm in is not necessarily um, the healthiest as far as, like, physical activity. So, um, yeah, there, there's nothing else that's, like, super personal, I guess, and for, for me for this. So that, that would be the main, the main reason. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. You have that vision um, long term, which, um, yeah, if you do the right things now for your health and long term, you'll be able to live longer and be more agile. And one of the reasons why people as they age end up in a wheelchair, for example, is because they don't have enough muscle in the legs, right? So they lose um, muscle in the legs. So when you are squatting heavy, for example, for years, and building solid muscle on your legs, then 
maybe when you get old, you're avoiding to get into having to get into a wheelchair, for example. So just just as an example. Um, okay, great. So we have that. That's the first foundation, like goals that you want to work towards to. Um, when it comes to the last bit of that, can you be a bit more specific? Um, how much do you estimate that to be? How many pounds or um, yeah, how much fat is still to go on your body? Hard to say. Um, probably anywhere from like if we're talking like baseline start like fresh, probably 10 to 20 pounds. Like my ideal body weight, maybe 10. But like if we're talking like a full cut and then rebuild, like 10 to 20, probably, probably closer to 20. Okay, got it. Yes, so that's good. Uh, you want to have specific numbers that you work towards to. So you can track and measure that you're getting there week by week. That's very important as well. That's where people get lost. They want to get like cut and lean and defined, but they're not sure like, okay, how much weight is it? What helps here is to think back, to look back to a time where you were in shape, maybe. So maybe in college or whatever, you were in shape and you were like, I don't know, 20 pounds lighter, 30 pounds lighter. Um, that's a good way to gauge, okay, what's the range? Maybe you can add like five pounds because maybe build some muscle along the way. Uh, but in that range, usually. So if you look back uh, what weight it was, then you could be determining your goal weight. Um, okay, and also important um, side fact, most of the time people need to lose more weight than they think. So why you might look in the mirror, maybe you're skinny fat currently, also listener, and maybe you're currently skinny fat, you may be like, yeah, it's like five pounds, 10 pounds. But yeah, it's probably more like 20 that you need to lose um, because you just don't see um, all that weight um, in our body all the time. Okay, so let's dive into the current challenges. You mentioned training consistency, and that's one of the goals you have. So if you would have to break it down, like what's your um, challenges, maybe also bad habits in your exercise currently, Jordan. So do you um, yeah, struggle to be consistent? Do you, not just, you don't just know what to work out? You don't have a plan? Or what are your challenges in training? Yeah, it's one of the fact that I don't really have a plan. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, anxiety plays a factor as well. So some days I'm just not feeling like super great. So I just kind of don't think about that stuff at all. Um, so yeah, it's, it's mainly not having a plan though. Overall is really what's, what's been the main issue. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing. Okay. And also thanks for, for sharing openly with anxiety. That's, um, maybe not easy to share, but um, it's important, of course. Um, so firstly, exercise alleviates anxiety, usually. Uh, we found that, uh, in general, what I found, action alleviates anxiety. So um, when we sit and think a lot and don't take action, that's where you can build more anxiety. But you get into movement, right? Might be exercise, might even be just walking or, in general, getting into action getting things done, that's where you can alleviate anxiety because um, you're focusing on the things you can control in the end. Um, so that's the first part. Actually seeing exercise solving can alleviate anxiety. Um, at the same time, not having a plan, of course, also plays into that. So you're just not sure like what to do. Maybe you feel self-conscious in the gym when gyms are open as well. So that's important you have a plan um, according to that. So do you currently have 
access to gyms or do you guys are closed uh, as well when it comes to that? It's it's really kind of a weird situation right now. Um, like I don't have a membership or anything, but there there there's limited access in the gyms. Um, I'm just not sure if they're signing new people up right now. So I'd have to look into that. Um, I have I have like small, very small pieces of equipment at home, but um, I mean, so there's that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably not. No no gym access for now. That's all right. That's okay. And here's the next part. It's important that you stay that you take small steps towards your goal, right? That you focus on what can you do now to get going. And that's why I think home workouts are so valuable because you can do them immediately, right? You can do them from home. So I would start with that. I would start working out from home and yes, it might feel weird at first, right? You're working out between your couch and your, your table, whatever it is, right? That's totally all right. It's, it takes time to get used to, but also bringing yourself into the mindset with like pumping yourself up with music and getting like re-motivated around that, uh, making sure that you have no one else there if possible as well to distract you and just getting into the zone uh, helps to be motivated working out from home. And then what you can do, Jordan, as a start, you can work out like three to four times a week with a full body routine, right? So every second day, um, every other day, you can do a full body workout basically, which is uh, one of the best ways to um, to engage your body because it works all your muscles, right? And especially with home workouts, you wanna work each muscle group multiple times a week um, because that is where the true growth happens. That's where you stimulate muscle growth. That's where you stimulate toning, where you stimulate the muscle multiple times a week. There's plenty of workout programs that just have you do back like once a week or like arms once a week. Doesn't make any sense. You need to stimulate multiple times a week to actually build more muscle. So that's why full body for you, I think is a good starting point. I'm also doing full body, working from home, uh, working from home. So it's just, it's a great routine to follow. And you want to focus on, of course, each muscle group in that workout. So if you have to break it down, um, just just simply, you want to, of course, have exercises for your legs in there. So for your front part of the legs, right? So it could be quads, uh, for example, squats for the quads, and then the back side of your legs, which is the hamstrings. And then you can do Romanian deadlifts with dumbbells, um, for example, or, or other things. Then you want to have your chest, of course, so your upper body, you want to have your big muscle groups, chest and back and shoulders. So for the chest could be push-ups, as simple as that, could be um, dumbbell bench press if you have availability there, um, could be, um, yeah, other things where you're pushing uh, the, the movement. A shoulder press as well, you can do overhead shoulder press with dumbbells, for example. Um, or you can also do side lateral raises with a dumbbell. If you don't have access to, to weights, then sometimes it's a bit more tricky, but you can still do it, right? You can take like a pack of water, for example, and do the raises, or pack like a, um, like a backpack with some extra stuff in there to do the movement, for example. Um, but actually, body weight movements are, can also be made very hard and intense. Just gotta know which ones to pick. Um, so that's, that's important. Also for the back, of course, make sure you have some exercise there. Most of the time from home, uh, rows work best. So 
uh, make sure that you have a rowing motion in there. And um, then lastly, the biceps and the triceps. So it could be curls uh, for the biceps and could be something overhead for the triceps. So it could be a dumbbell tricep extension, right? Which is with two arms, one arm, for example, or a tricep kickback as well. That's also uh, something you could do. And um, having like, if you look at it, it's like two, three, four, five, six, six to seven exercises in your everyday workout, not every day, every second day. And then you, yeah, you're contributing a good amount of growth to your body. And you want to can start simply with three sets, three sets each and um, rep range between eight to 12, just to keep it simple. Of course, there's a few nuances going there, but just like as a rough overview, that's how I structure the workouts for now. Okay, makes sense. I have a couple of kettlebells as well, so that helps. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, you can do some good stuff with, with that. Um, yeah, so in this call, unfortunately, I can't give you like a full routine, right? It would take like a bit more time, but that's just like a rough outline of how I would do it. And um, have like a full body split to follow multiple times a week. And uh, yeah, I think that's good. Okay, okay, so. Once you have the split, the, re the goal is first, Jordan, not to be perfect, right? Not about being perfect, it's about being consistent. So just showing up to it every other day and getting it done. Some days you might not feel like doing it. Still show up to the workout space and do the first exercise, just the first one. That's the goal, like just do the first one and then you get the ball rolling, right? And if you still feel like, ah, I'm not enjoying this, then just do the first four, which are the big compounds and then uh, you can move on. But if you set yourself as a goal, hey, I'm just doing the first exercise, what happens is you start doing it and you start enjoying it and then you get into the groove. Um, so that's that. And also make sure that you schedule out the workouts throughout the week so you know exactly when you will go at what times as well. Um, yeah, sounds good, sounds doable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And do you recommend probably doing that like closer to the morning time? Yeah, I like mornings just because you get it done, right? It's just much better, in my opinion. And uh, you can start into the day energized and pumped and uh, fresh. So that's what I would recommend if possible. Yeah. Great. So, I mean, let's do it right now, Jordan. I mean, this is a coaching session. So let's pull up your calendar and put in the workouts. When will you work out next, uh, next week? Let's, let's look at it. When were you able to work on the mornings, for example? Okay, well, let's start off with Monday. So you got to start off the week, okay. uh, the week right. So Monday, I have to start at like 6 a.m. Cool. Let's make it happen. Make sure to put it in there. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 a.m. There we go. Let's go. High five to that. Let's go. Easy as that. <laughs> Yeah, if you need inspiration for the workouts, um, of course we have the coaching, we can set it up specifically for you, but you can also just for now Google some full body routines maybe uh, from home uh, to, to get going. Let's talk nutrition, right? So because nutrition is probably 70 to 80% of the work to lose the fat. Um, a lot of people get lost in the workouts, they work out super intense and multiple times a week, but the nutrition is off. So 
what do you feel like are your biggest challenges in your nutrition or maybe also your bad habits? Do you snack a lot? Do you um, emotionally eat or are you just confused on what meals to put together or what are your challenges there? Um, honestly, with nutrition, I feel pretty, pretty locked in um, with it, to be honest. Um, like, obviously, your account has been helping with that. Um, so I've been kind of taking meal ideas from there. Um, right now, the the only thing is, like, because I'm not exercising, I have my calories set a lot lower, like, closer to maintenance because I'm not really doing much physical activity. So I'll just have to adjust that when I start exercising. But otherwise, like, I'm pretty happy with, like, my macros and everything. Like, I'm hitting, like, on, like, 2,000 calories, I'm hitting, like, 130 grams of protein, like, at least. So, mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what's, how much do you weigh again? Uh, 179 right now. Or 178 right now, sorry. 178, okay. Okay, got it. Okay, so I would actually tell you that more protein would be better. So 130 is a good start. But it's not too bad. There's plenty of people that don't even hit that. Um, but for optimal results, meaning losing fat while building muscle, and also feeling like recovering properly and feeling energized, feeling satiated. I would say that I would say that you should aim between 160 to 180 um, grams of protein. And maybe you can work your way up first 160 and then up to 170-ish um, just to be fully safe. And um, I mean, we have a lot of protein episodes on this podcast. So if listeners, if you're wondering why so much, just make sure to watch, uh, to listen to them. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Science has shown that it works, right? At the same time, it's important that um, you spread it throughout the day, right? So you don't have like one huge bowl with like just a ton of protein. And you can, of course, but it makes sense to spread it throughout the day. So take your protein goal for the day and divide it by three to four to have your protein per meal, basically, to to have per meal because what that does is it triggers muscle protein synthesis multiple times a day and when you trigger that that's basically the signal for your body for muscle to grow basically and you want to trigger that multiple times a day for it to be optimal so i also have three to four meals a day uh, with um, yeah high amounts of protein in there so that's just as for meal timing but of course, when you want to lose fat, you got to be in a deficit, but you, it seems like you already um, have that set up for you and make sure that this is consistent and also monitored. So initially, I would recommend you start tracking your nutrition. As tedious, as tedious as it might feel like, it will teach you a lot. And later on, you can transition away from it after you learned the basics uh, of it. But uh, yeah, any other questions when it comes to nutrition, Jordan? Um, no, it's interesting that you mentioned, uh, adding a bit more. I hadn't really considered that. So that's, uh, helpful. Otherwise, uh, I think I'm, I'm doing pretty good with that. I'll just have to have an extra shake in, a, in the day and then I'll, I'll be good to go for that. So, yeah, exactly. that's as easy as it is. Just add another shake and they should be good. That's good. I like it. Cool. And in general, your mindset and your yeah, your routines, how would you how would you rate those? Like, how are they going? Do you have any questions there, any challenges when it comes to that? Do you have a consistent 
uh, mindset practice or routine that you that you follow? Um, is it something that you tried in the past or something? I'm curious about that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's probably like the, the weakest point of, of everything, uh, to be honest. Um, I try to meditate as much as I can. Um, I usually do it before bed. Uh, it just helps me sleep. Um, I've tried journaling. It's pretty, it's, it's helpful, but it hasn't, uh, it's not a habit that's really stuck with me. Um, and mindset, it's just, yeah, really like, I, I tend to be pretty critical of myself. So that's probably the biggest challenge is, is kind of hopping over that, uh, hopping over that is, is really the, the biggest challenge. Hmm. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So you're very critical with yourself. Um, okay. That's, that's good to know. Mm. What, what, what I want to say here is what I have found helpful when it comes to this, when it comes to being critical of yourself and maybe some days you feel better than others, um, to look at the days where you feel positive and momentum, right? We all have these days where we feel like, wow, like today I'm just like on fire, I'm confident, I'm momentum. And for you to look at that and to repeat that, right? So what did you do on that day and why not keep doing that, right? So for me, for example, um, there's a few different things to play into that. So I also have days where I compare myself to others, I feel I'm not good enough or whatever it is. That's totally normal, by the way. George, just so you know, like everyone has that. So you're not alone on there. That's important to understand. I also have these things. And at the same time, I then look at the days where I don't feel that and I'm like, okay, what did I do differently? I woke up at 5 a.m. and got like three hours of deep work done. And then I had my workout. Then I got to meetings. Then I had an amazing lunch. Uh, I went for a walk. So those are a few of the things that make me feel amazing every day. And if I have these key things, then I know I'm having a good day and I'm feeling great. So when I don't have this morning session, I don't feel as productive, for example. And that's just me personally. So for you, it might help to look at that. What days did you feel amazing in the past week or month? And look at, okay, what did I do differently? Ah, on this day, I actually worked out in the morning and then had a meditation and then went for a walk in nature. Wow, I didn't do that the last few weeks. Maybe I should try that and see if that helps, right? So a lot of the times what happens when people give like mindset advice it's like, yeah, try meditating or try journaling, right? As you already said. But it's just this one thing that, yeah, might work, it might doesn't, might do not work, right? Well, it makes much more sense to look back at your personal experience and like, okay, what day did I feel positive and not comparing myself and in momentum and confident? And then reverse engineer what it is, what combination of things uh, work for you. So it could be having an amazing breakfast, could also be intermittent fasting in the morning, right? It could be having a yoga session, for example, whatever it is for you. I would look back on days that, that you felt good and then uh, repeat that moving forward. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think meditation is still a very good tool to do, like when you feel anxious and you feel like you're not good enough. 
um, to do this every single day. And it takes around 60 days, I found, to really see the benefits. So it's it's a long-term game meditation. You won't feel it immediately, in my opinion. So for me, it took around 60 days to really feel a difference. So if you have been struggling to have a, have a consistent streak going, then maybe that's also something to to aim for, uh, aim to, to achieve. And just in general, again, you don't need to be perfect, right? You don't need to yeah, be too hard on yourself. We're all in this together. And as humans, we always super hard on ourselves. So another thing I can encourage you to do, Jordan, is to celebrate your wins more. So celebrate what you're actually doing well on a weekly basis. We, we don't do that enough, right? We don't celebrate each other. We don't celebrate us enough and that's what we have in our program as well we have a win culture so every wednesday is wednesday for us so every client shares the biggest win from the last week and what that does is it turns on their positive thinking and the celebration mode and then they feel like they're doing great right so um it might be through you yeah sharing that with your with your girlfriend once a week or sharing that in your journal once a week whatever it is actually acknowledging yourself Maybe also once a night, like looking back your day and be like, okay, what did I do well? What can I celebrate from today? So just acknowledging yourself in that way. Um, and the last one, last advice I can give you here is to also, I just like to say, when you lack it, give it, right? When you lack it, give it. So when you lack um, gratefulness, when you lack positivity, then give it to someone else, right? So compliment someone else and just just like that do something amazing for someone else and then you realize hey there's an abundance there's an abundance of this feeling i can just create it out of thin air right just by me giving to someone else um so there's just a few of the examples i want to give you i think the first one is the most powerful one looking at your past days and looking what 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 makes you made you feel great and just just redoing that as well awesome yeah sounds good i'll definitely start uh, doing that more yeah that's cool okay right on man do you have any yeah final questions um any questions around your journey or um yeah, i don't want to take up uh, too much more time but the the last question that i have is um one thing that's been pretty beneficial to me uh, especially during quarantine has been going for uh, daily walks. Um, when it gets, so I'm, I don't know how cold it gets in Germany, but there, there are some days where it can go to, to you know, minus 30, minus 40 um, here, uh, Celsius, obviously. Um, and uh, I'm just wondering, like I have a bike, like a spin bike, which would, would that be the equivalent doing some, just some, biking on there or like what would you recommend in those scenarios yeah i mean it, it gets cold here in germany but definitely as cold for as for you guys in canada right so um actually i always want to go to canada to experience the the winter um so definitely in the, in the future <laughs> but uh yeah not the best idea to walk outside in that uh <laughs> in that time so yeah i mean spinning is a great alternative absolutely so if you have a spin bike then definitely use it and uh, make that your routine. Uh, depends on the bike and depends on the mm, on the speed you choose and everything. 
um, like I, can, I cannot say exactly how many steps equal how much uh, time on a spin bike. But um, if you look at steps, like I found that for every step I take, uh, like for 10,000 steps takes around 100 minutes, in my, in my uh, opinion. So that's one hour 40. So if you do the equivalent in spin biking, then I think you're pretty close to the same amount of steps. Um, as well so uh, you can do like two 45 minute sessions a day for example um, to to make up for that I'm not 100% sure probably it's a bit less than that but um, yeah definitely definitely move your body it's another big key takeaway to lose fat you gotta move your body besides the workout because the workout is just one hour of your day right and what happens to the rest if you sit down the rest of the 23 hours on a couch for example not burning any calories really like okay you're existing but you want to make sure that you get a ton of activity in every single day um, so even walking around in your home during quarantine is totally cool to do uh, if you have a walking there desk that's even better right so i have a walking pad that i can walk on or a standing desk as well so getting as much activity being obsessed with being active um, standing walking fidgeting um, using a gesture and uh, taking the stairs and everything that's also a game changer for losing fat because it adds on calories burned throughout the day so yeah definitely use a spin bike i think it's a good idea yeah awesome yeah i think that was uh that was it for for any major questions so pretty much covered everything that i was wondering beforehand so that's awesome that's great you have a specific goal so we're losing around 10 to 20 pounds that's great. You have a good why. Your health, that's always a huge why. That's good for training. Make sure you do a full body every second day, every other day. Um, and being intense there, putting on music and just focusing on it, right? Nutrition, increasing your protein intake, definitely. That's something to think about and to optimize. And just having another shake, maybe. And uh, making sure that you focus on the days that are going well, celebrating yourself for that, and then repeating those days. Uh, as you as you go and then you should be should be crushing it awesome well thanks again i appreciate your time today absolutely jordan i appreciate your time for jumping on and being so open about it right open to share your journey and your uh your struggles i think the listener like many people uh learn a lot from this from this session and can apply it to their situation as well so thanks so much for sharing and again if you want to get on this hot seat coaching call session uh, yourself, then you can absolutely uh, do that. You can enter a contest, a giveaway for it. So all you have to do is just to rate and review the podcast and doing a screenshot of that and just sending it to my Instagram um, at fritz underscore horseman uh, or to my email fritz at gamechanger-academy.com and you'll be able to be entered into a contest and then I will pick the winner with a random generator and the next hot seat session will be um, very soon because the next one will drop middle of December. So uh, thanks so much again, Jordan. I appreciate your time and you sharing and let's make some gains, shall we? Sounds good. Sounds good. Talk soon. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. 
Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.